Welcome to the Living With Less podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea DeMattis, and I'll be bringing you weekly episodes to encourage and invite you along on this journey of living with less of the things getting in the way of our relationship with Christ. Here's today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back. I'm so thankful you're here to tackle this area with me of living with less discontentment. This word stings a little bit, doesn't it? It stings because we all feel it in some area of our life. Finances, appearance, job title, lack of the perfection that everyone else seems to achieve. This topic came to me when I was getting my headshots done for this adventure that God has me on. And my photographer, Bree, and I decided to meet at the cutest little coffee shop in uptown Westerville where we live. And right next door to that coffee shop is a place that, if I'm being totally honest, it brings out a story about myself that I'm not really proud of. And it really highlights the area of discontentment in my life. So next door to this sweet little coffee shop is a jewelry store. And this is a jewelry store that I went to to find a new ring because I wasn't content with the one my husband had picked out for me. And just so you know, I did clear this with Corey that I was going to share this story and he said that it was fine. Um, But anyway, so I'm sure to some of you guys, this doesn't seem like a huge deal, but for me, um, this took place a couple of years ago, but it's just shown me and highlighted to me how much, you know, discontentment doesn't go away when you fill it with what you think will make it feel better. I still remember, you know, I like broke down in tears. This was, I think, a year and a half or two years after Corey and I had gotten married. And I just shared with him that, you know, the ring he picked out was not the ring that I would have picked out for myself. Um, And, you know, I felt really bad about it. I felt bad to say something like that. But so I shared it with him and I asked him if he cared if I went and just picked out a new band. So I went to the first store that I thought of and I picked out this new band because it looked more sparkly and it was exactly what was feeling better. So I bought the band and I left my ring there for it to get changed and all of that. And I remember I came back a few days later to pick it up and I had that sinking feeling in my stomach. And I looked down at the ring when I walked out of the jewelry store and it wasn't quite as sparkly as I remembered it being. And it wasn't feeling that place of discontentment. Don't get me wrong. I think it's beautiful. um, But the reasoning behind it isn't beautiful. And let me be totally honest. And I think so many of you guys will totally agree with me on this. But if social media did not exist... I probably would have loved the ring that my husband first picked out. You know, we go on Pinterest and you can find all the rings in the world and you can pin everything you think that's perfect. And then you get on social media, which is Instagram for me. I get on Instagram and everyone's, you know, tagging their engagement rings and wedding bands and anniversary bands and all this stuff. So, you know, I'm seeing all of that. Um, And we're no longer on Facebook, but when I was on Facebook, it was the same thing. You know, people are posting their 
exciting stories and engagement things and all this stuff. So then when it came time for me to get engaged, you know, I've drummed up in my mind how perfect this moment's going to be. It's going to be the picture perfect ring and so Instagram worthy. And, you know, my husband got down on one knee and he proposed and I was so excited. But a couple hours later, when I went to take a picture of the ring on my finger, I remember thinking, dang it. I, I should have made it a point to go ring shopping with him. Like, this isn't going to be like this crazy Instagram worthy photo. And guys, he did a great job. He did an awesome job picking it out. And the sweetness behind it is the fact that he didn't want to go look for a ring with me. He wanted it to be a complete surprise. He wanted to do the whole thing. Discontentment robs the gift of joy that God so graciously wants to give us. Think about it. The man of my dreams, this husband that I had been praying for, got down on one knee. And all I could think about a few hours later was the fact that, well, this isn't the perfect ring that I had in mind. Like I said at the beginning, this did happen. I We got engaged, uh, I think, five or six years ago. Um, and again, I went and picked out the new ring like two and a half or three years ago. But still, God has taught me a lot since then. And he's really taught me that um, in this moment of my life, when I you know, made a choice to go get something new because I didn't feel good enough with what I had and it wasn't picture worthy, it showed me that discontentment, it's like a leaky valve in your heart. You know, it starts small, but if it's left unattended, it will send you into spiritual heart failure. Discontentment literally rips the love and the joy and the peace that God wants for us to feel right out of our hands. So this topic um, led me straight to this verse in the Bible. It's Matthew six nineteen through 21, and it says, Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So just ponder this with me for a minute. You know, really think about that verse and what that verse says. How many times have you been robbed of the joy that God has given you due to this very issue of discontentment. I can count, oh my gosh, I don't have enough hands to count how many times I have let discontentment literally rip the excitement out of my hands. That there are certain seasons in my life that could have been bearing so much fruit, but ended up filled with grief and sorrow and comparison because something else looks so much better. I know your story. I actually, I hope your story is not like mine. Um, Maybe for some of you it is, but I know that we all have felt this when whatever is happening in our life doesn't feel picture worthy or we continue to compare ourselves and our situations to what other people have. 
we can't ever expect to feel content. We can't ever expect to feel thankful when we're constantly comparing things. And I know for me, you know, if I find myself wishing for something that someone else has, I've talked about this in a previous episode, but when I'm wishing for what someone else has, I'm literally telling God that what you've given me isn't good enough. And that's not fair because I don't deserve anything that I have in my life. Or you find yourself, by the grace of God, humbled by the fact that there might be a small sliver of my life that's actually a little bit more together and probably a little bit better than someone else. But then again, we're, it, it takes us right back to that place of, you know, um, I can just picture in my head like a scale, you know, you put weight on one side and it sends the other side up. Then you put more weight on the other side and it sends the other side up. Like I just see it always going back and forth. And that's what discontentment is doing. It's constantly keeping us off balance. But this is where we will end up if we continue to put our treasures in earthly things. And God, like I said, God has shown me so much grace in this area. I feel like discontentment was a constant theme in my life for a really long time. And if you haven't listened to the episode, um, Living with Less Jealousy of Others' Blessings, I talk quite a bit about this kind of stuff back in that episode. But, um, you know, I really have, I struggled with discontentment a lot a handful of years ago. And while it's not as, I don't deal with it as regularly as I used to, but these days when discontentment strikes, like it really strikes me and it's not a fleeting thought. If it happens now, typically it's something that's stopping me in my tracks. And like I said, that leaky valve a couple of minutes ago, it starts to open up again and I start to feel like the grass looks greener on the other side of whatever it is that I'm not feeling content with. And I become hungry for these things that rust and that have literally, they have nothing life-giving to offer. I can tell you with absolute certainty, me going out and picking out a new ring did nothing for me when it comes to my spiritual walk. Yes, praise God, I have learned so much from it. But me going out and getting something new and sparkly did nothing for my spirit. It offered me nothing life-giving. So it's this place when I find myself so desperate for God and I'm just deeply humbled by you know what he's done for me and that when I look at my life, when I see all of the blessings that he's given me, especially due to the past that I dealt with and the things that I used to do before I became a Christian, and even the things I've done after becoming a Christian, the fact that I can't feel content because of other things that look better, it's just, it's not fair. It's not fair to do that to God. Because what I should feel so thankful for and so content in is knowing that God has entrusted me with everything I have. And I love the word entrusted because that's exactly what he's done. Look at, you know, when you look at your life, he's given us relationships. He's given us our families, our friends, marriages, 
children, the people that you see at work every day. Like he has entrusted you with souls, with people to fill and give life to and to bless them and to walk out hard times with them. So we need to be content in knowing who we are in Christ, that we are chosen and we are precious to him. We were handpicked by God himself. And that continues to blow my mind. Um, that like he loved me so much and he wanted so much for me that he literally handpicked me. And he's handpicked all of these blessings that he's given me in my life. And this is what we need to, you know, marvel at. Not what we see on someone's Instagram page. Not be so, you know, or consumed and worried about, are people going to like this? Are people going to want to share this? Are people, you know, the day I get engaged, I want my picture to have like 500 likes. That is so, that's being so small-minded and not thinking big picture of who God really is. You know, when we can set our minds on these treasures in heaven and the fact that he has, again, he's entrusted us with people and relationships. Like this is what we should be excited about. These are the things we should be celebrating and feeling so content and so full with. And also we can store our treasures up in the truths that God has given us. No one can steal and destroy the truths of God. Like someone could steal my Bible. And let me tell you, I would be really upset if someone stole this because, you know, it's been marked in. I've got cards and letters and all kinds of stuff tucked away in my Bible. But if someone stole my Bible and threw it away or, you know, did something terrible to it, that person, yeah, they may have hurt me and hurt my feelings, but they didn't steal any truth that God has given me. Like the things that God has blessed me with and spoken to me through his word, it's literally been etched on my heart. That is a treasure that no one can take from me. And so I pray for you guys when you're, you know, really thinking about just this area of discontentment and what it does. Go to the Bible, like find treasures in God's word. Because the treasures that you find in here will surpass anything you can imagine. There's something so, so powerful when you find yourself in a place with the Lord. When his word speaks to you, um, even for the first time, even if you've never felt God's word speak to you before. If you just sit with the Bible and just ask the Lord to speak to you through his word, that first time it happens is something that I, I mean, I'm so emotional right now because no one can take that from you. And then as you continue to grow and seek and dive into God's word and find contentment and what he has for you and what his plans are for you and what his word says for you, it's so, it's amazing and it's beautiful and it's transforming. And it makes the things on this earth that cause us so much, like I said at the beginning, they cause us um, grief and sorrow and, you know, comparison. 
when you find the truths and treasures in God's word, it brings you back to the place of really realizing what this is all about and what God really has for me. So I pray that, you know, you guys will really, um, really dissect the verse this week. Like after, you know, you're done listening and going through the show notes, really sit with Matthew 6, 19 through 21 and say, okay, God, what am I storing my treasures in? Like what, what are my treasures? Are they earthly things? Are they heavenly things? Um, are they things that could be destroyed or stolen? Do they get rusty? Do they get to go with me to heaven? Like Go to God for yourself and read his word for yourself and ask him to show you the things in your life that are causing discontentment. Because I will be totally honest with you guys, and this is, it's, it is kind of embarrassing to me, but jewelry, diamonds have always been a really hard thing for me. Um, it's just something that I feel like, you know, I notice people's rings and people's, um, you know, earrings. I notice that stuff and it almost, you know, it makes me crave it. It's like, you know, it's definitely an earthly treasure. It's something that takes up space in my life that I know God is trying to like mold and change and shape me. So when you go to his word and you say, okay, Lord, speak to me in this. Like, tell me what am I, what am I putting in my life that's creating a void? I'm going to be, again, completely honest with you. It's probably going to be something that you don't want to get rid of, or you don't want to admit is something you struggle with because that's how I feel. Um, every time I'm like, Lord, why am I struggling? Why am I having such a hard time? Please show me why I'm feeling so discontent. And it stings because discontentment is not what he has for us. And whatever's causing it is something really earthly and probably something that takes up far too much time in my thoughts and maybe even in my actions. So don't be surprised when he tells you, well, like for me, Chelsea, don't ever, don't walk into a jewelry store. There's literally no point in you walking into a jewelry store again. It will do nothing for you. And you know, that's for me. That's what God says to me. If you can go look at diamonds on jewelry and everything is fine, then, you know, you go girl, more power to you. But for me, um, that's an area of my life that God has said, no, I'm sorry. You need to not do that. So I just, I really challenge you guys to do this with me that you sit with God's word. You sit with these verses this week And just ask him to be so abundantly clear with you. God, what is causing the discontentment in my life? And if I'm blind to it, please reveal it to me. But Lord, I I know what some of these areas are. Please show me how I can move on from this and what I need to do to get past this. So I hope today that after listening to this message, you just feel so encouraged in knowing that, um, you know, God has so much more for us on the other side of discontentment and to not let 
the discontentment of this world, the things that we constantly see that make us crave and, you know, feel unsettled in what we have. Don't let this discontentment steal another season of your life. We're going to cling to Matthew 6, 19 through 21, and we're going to claim it over our lives. And I hope you join me in just saying, Jesus, you are my treasure. I want what you want. I hope you guys have a really great week. Um, And yes, just I pray these truths over your life, guys. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. You can find everything we talked about at livingwithlesspodcast.com. If you have any questions, please reach out over social media. I'd love to chat. If you enjoyed today's episode and are loving the podcast, I would be so honored if you left a review on iTunes or shared on social media. Your kind words and encouragement mean the world to me. And I pray to continue showing you God's grace over my life as you all journey this out with me. Wherever you find yourself listening today, know that you are fully loved and fully known by God.